0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to for Martinis. I'm Adam. Here's Danielle. Hello. <laughs> All right. So happy, right? <laughs> 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 Do- <laughs> oh, my God. oh, you're cold. You're going to you're laughing. Is I gonna know. Just...
2: I have had this cough for yeah. like weeks. <clears throat> All
0: right. and there's no we way
2: good? we're not even going to be able to edit it out. No, I'm not going to. I, it's like, I feel like I'm like an 80 year old smoker, which if I am 80 one day, I will be a smoker.
0: Well, in 40 years, you're going to have that 80-year-old smoker.
2: No, cough. I don't smoke that much. But I I will start smoking again. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and then I will be so happy. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. All right. Episode over. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> How do you want to be happy? There Happiness you go. Happiness
0: is smoking cigarettes <laughs> because you don't care anymore. <laughs> right. Well, according to com. Oh, shit. I am happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they have the, this... Um, not a schedule. A uh, What's it called? A uh, where Quiz? Th- All right. They have a quiz and they grade you if you're happy or not. If you score between a 50 or and a 72, you're
2: happy. Oh, below average. That's perfect for you. 50 to 72, below average.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I scored a 50. <laughs> I am so happy. So you're on the lower side <laughs> of
2: the low average. <laughs> That's fine. That's failing, as, actually, 50. But,
0: but as long as the end result is that I'm happy... Whether it's a 50 or a 72, fuck it. What do okay. I care? I'm happy.
2: I love that we can just take a quiz and find out if we're happy <laughs> or not. That that's, makes things so much easier.
0: That's what the internet is great for. Right. Quizzes. Quizzes. Yeah. I and, know. and I know who which friend I am on the friend show. So,
2: Oh, which friend are you? No, I, re- I, re- I really don't know. Oh, I'm just oh. saying
0: there's all those quizzes online. About- you could definitely find out. <laughs>
2: um, oh, that's funny. Yeah, I, 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 would, I wonder if Oprah is happy. I want to know if Oprah is happy. Uh, she's gotta be, right? Uh,
0: I know it's not just money. We'll get money. into that we about will money. Get into that, but I mean, she's got I hope people she is. like I good like people Oprah. around her, right? Like,
2: yeah, but she also has like a ton of stress. I'm sure. I mean, all of, of all, all well, of that um, comes with a ton of stress. She has. We'll get to that she's too. Ha- you know, she constantly is being sued and everything. Sure. Yeah. Yep.
0: We'll get to all that stuff. Okay. Not the Oprah stuff, but the surrounding things of. What would make her unhappy? what okay. made you want to do happy
2: so this woman named Susan Kane just put out her second book. She has um a book called Bittersweet." you know she has these national bestsellers and she really studies sadness, and I'm interested very much in sadness right I'm interested in how we sort of lean into it, and I, I do think like naturally, I feel sad a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel like I feel I don't want to say happy because I, I really think that I'm turned off by that word now. But I also feel fulfilled a lot of the time. And and I feel like I am a type of person who's like I have these I'm multi-layered, right? Like I have all these emotions going on at once. Always. I, I'm it's never just one emotion. And so I guess that I'm interested in the idea of the pursuit of happiness, that there's this sort of like pot of gold at the end of the rainbow that we're all supposed to be on this journey to reach.
0: Okay. What? Nothing. I'm just thinking the whole time that you're you're talking about this. There's no such thing. Nobody is just happy. Everything that you're saying, I think we all go through. We all feel. We're all sad. Sometimes we're all happy. Sometimes we're all, there's no ultimate happiness. Mm-hmm. Right, like, not—is there anybody who is just has a hundred percent happiness in their lives? I, well, I don't I know because I it.
2: don't know if they are being truthful, even if they present that way. Right, so you, it's hard to know because yeah, people I'm who even, often seem happy—I'm
0: not even talking about our perception of them. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, you know, somebody who inside just feels one hundred percent happy all the time, everything is perfect in their lives, and there for are whatever a few reason, people
2: who I know who I'm always like wow, they just kind of seem very content. You know, like they just sort of seem to go through life like every day, sort of just kind of take it on and go with the flow and, and, you know, seem like they have it pretty easy with their kids and pretty easy with their marriage and pretty easy financially. And I don't know, I do know a a few people like that and I I always feel sort of like, "Ah, man, it must be nice, you know? Mm.
0: Yeah, but... It's your perception. Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, before we even started this podcast and talking about things publicly, like plenty of people probably looked at us and thought the same thing. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And there was so much behind it, which was just the complete opposite of what they were thinking. Right. It's got to be the same for everyone. Mm -hmm. I would think Mm -hmm. nobody's that happy. No one.
2: Yeah, I'm very interested in emotions and how they sort of play out in our lives. And, you know, there's a lot of it's interesting because there's a lot of guilt associated with happiness. Right. I Mm -hmm. think people feel I was listening to this uh, podcast. I listened to so many podcasts this week because I did so much driving that I can't even like they all kind of jumbled together. But I listened to this one podcast where they had this lawyer on. Who, uh, no, I'm sorry, he's a psychologist. And he's a psychologist for the very, very rich, right? Like the billionaires. And he's a psychologist for the billionaires because he is very non judgmental. He says these billionaires or these multi, multi millionaires come to him because, like, nobody else wants to hear these people complain about not being able to like park their yacht or do you <laughs> right. know what I mean? Yeah, or like the course. renovation on their $20 million home didn't go well. And so he's a specialist in that kind of um, therapy for people who anybody else is going to listen to their, their problems and be like, what the fuck is this shit? Right. Like I could not you know, I, I, I couldn't feed my kids last month and I'm worried about you parking your fucking yacht. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I mean, I know that those are two extremes, but, But he says that this is his, people now come to him because he's sort of like, okay, let's take the problem as a problem. It is a problem for you. You know, yes, a lot of people aren't able to relate to not being able to park your yacht, but I understand that this is your problem. And, and, you know, and, and these are people who are not happy. They have their own issues of... People coming out of the woodwork and now all of a sudden they want all this money and that, you know, they're frowned upon with people who they used to be friends with because they can't relate to them and I s-
0: definitely think more money, more problems. I really do.
2: It's mo money, mo problems. Mo money, mm-hmm. mo
0: problems. Yeah. I I, I think that's real. Mm-hmm. Granted, the problems might not be relatable, but I we'll get into this a little bit more later. But yes, the more money you make, I think the more stress and problems you have. Right? Some relatable, some not so we'll get there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, let's def we did, let's define happiness. Okay. Do, do you have like the Oxford English dictionary version or just the Danielle?
2: No, I go ahead. What did you say happiness is?
0: Can I use the word happy in the definition of happiness? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Not if you were on a game show. Yeah,
0: I'm not. You'd be out. I am not an English major whatsoever in any way. We've established. (laughs) I said (laughs) one or more aspects of your life that make you happy when you think about them. Something you think about that gives you no stress and you're just excited about. Okay. That makes sense? Is that okay? Yes. Like if you're, if you're happy about something, you think about it and you're just stress-free. Like you're just feeling good about it.
2: But is it, is it a state of being? Is it a destination? Like what is the ultimate goal for you with happiness? Like, what do you think people are trying? Like, is it something that you just walk around feeling? Like, I think that we throw the term around all the time, but I don't think any of us actually have a grasp on what it means.
0: Well, which leads to the next question. But before, I want you to have your definition out there too. But leading to the next question, yeah, I am happy with, you went to this Glennon Doyle quote, right? About, but do you want to
2: read it? Do, do
0: you want to answer your your sure, definition sure. first?
2: Well, I didn't do my definition because I didn't really know. But I went back and I sort of did the first definition, which was from Aristotle in the 300 B.C., in BC. in the 300 bc I, I don't even know what that means i don't understand <laughs> all this timeline i don't i don't get it
0: 300 years before the common era right so right. we're in year 2022 or before christ to... right okay sure
2: so according to aristotle happiness is the goal of human existence because it is an end in itself even through virtue a person can find happiness whatever humans do they do for happiness as a means to happiness. So it's like the ultimate feeling, the ultimate state of being, the ultimate goal is well, happiness. Yeah, I mean, it
0: makes sense. Like I said, it's something that you can think about that gives you no stress, right? Isn't that what you all strive for? Like you don't want to have stress in your job. You don't want to have stress in your family. You don't, it's, it's not going to happen for a lot of us, but thinking ahead, yeah, happiness just means you're fucking happy, right? You're not worried. You're not, stressed out you're not
2: Mm -hmm. things are good but i don't think there's a such thing as a state of being happy like i don't think there's a pot at the end of the rainbow i don't think i don't think anybody is just in a perpetual state of happiness
0: i agree yeah i think it's impossible
2: right yeah right okay all right let's go on to glennon doyle (sighs) i love it i I love those words coming out of your mouth
0: go ahead i want you to read it because i'm going to (laughs) <laughs> oh okay. Yeah,
2: just wait. Well, uh, okay, Glennon Doyle always talks about how we go through life thinking that we know what we want, right? Like we want the perfect mate, a job, 2.5 kids, a house with a picket fence. That we've been we've been fed all of these ideas about what we want and what will ultimately lead to our happiness. And and then we get to a certain point in our lives, maybe when we're old enough, maybe when we've gone through something and we we get to a point where we're like, oh, shit, that's not what I want at all. That is what society has told me I want.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And we've been duped this whole time into being fed these, you know, these uh, variables in life that are going to ultimately make us happy. Mm-hmm. And I feel very duped. Oh, sorry.
0: I- I'm not <laughs> blaming you. Is it me? Is it the kids? Is it the dogs, the cats, the parrots? the... No,
2: no, I, I feel duped in the fact that I think you feel duped too. Uh, Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I I think that we both like are getting to a place now where we are ourselves, right? Like we are Uh, ourselves, Uh, but, but we have given up a lot along the way to, to society's standards.
0: Okay. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back.
2: I've always said that I wasn't really a flowers kind of girl. But what I didn't realize was that there's such a thing as getting flowers, and then there is getting flowers. And that is what Pomp Flowers has shown me. Everything from the unboxing experience to the way that they arrange the flowers and make it so simple. All I did when I got them was take them out of the box, get the beautiful included vase, fill it with water, cut the bottom stems, take off the rubber band, put it in the vase, done. Everything looked perfect. And the flowers were huge. I couldn't even believe it. And I love the fact that you know that what you see on the computer when you're scrolling through choosing flowers for the person you love are the flowers that they are going to get. It's not going to be some ugly arrangement that looks nothing like the pictures. They fill a room and they're gorgeous. Now for Mother's Day also, Pomp Flowers is giving our audience 15% off your order when you go to pompflowers.com and put in promo code MARRIAGE15 for 15% off. That's pompflowers.com. Put in promo code MARRIAGE15 for 15% off. I promise you, you are going to be blown away by the delivery. My favorite messages about the date night questions that we get is when one spouse surprises the other by making a reservation for dinner or being at home and having some wine and appetizers, and they sit down and they bring out the date night questions, and the other partner is like, what? I can't believe that you even thought to do something like this. And that starts off a great night because really what that shows is that you're interested in the other person, right? That we don't want to have the same conversations over again about the kids or about work or what whose house we're going to for Thanksgiving or whatever. That it's going to be a conversation that surpasses anything that you've spoken about maybe in years or ever. And there's sections where you'll laugh, there's sections where you'll bond, where intimacy will feel really, really good and you'll feel connected. So this Mother's Day, make those reservations or set up your living room for a fabulous date night and pull out those date night questions and make sure that your partner knows that you really, really are interested in getting to know them once again. So head to marriagemartinis.com slash DNQ and use our promo code, our biggest promo code for our listeners. Only M N M podcast for 20% off your date night questions today.
0: My, all right. So the way I think about this, yes, we're, um, all right. Were we duped? No. Um, we've I think we've done a great job to fit into what our society expects and you need to do to maintain in our society right you need to uh, you don't have to get married you don't have to have kids you have to have a job you have to be able to support yourself you have to have money you have to you're supposed to have kids you're supposed to get married you're supposed to do those things that's just what our society is right mm-hmm. so I don't feel duped i don't think it's the only way but do we want to live in a society that we're in you have to live that way i think right and i think we did a good job so i don't feel duped i, d- I just feel like we were laid on a path that we had to take and we did a good job doing it right we got married young we have two and a half kids we have the co- you know the house we have the we cars have we kids. have the job i know. I'm oh. just
2: <laughs> You know, we like, have three kids who actually feel like 10 kids. <laughs> so fuck the 2.5. I feel like I have 10 kids every day. We have eight pets. We have. I know. Some, my God. Yeah. Right. So
0: we got, you know, we did the whole thing, right? Like We fit in. We did the right things. We did. But that's what you need to do to fit into society today. Right. So I am happy with how things turned out where they are today because these are the way things need to be. Does that make sense? Sort of. All right. Okay, sort of, right. I think, by the way, things are changing and fast now. Like, it's rapidly changing. I don't think we have to look at society in the near future as married, two and a half kids, house, cars, job. Like, I don't think—that's the way it's been forever. Mm-hmm. I think it's changing in the last 10 years and more and more and more rapidly.
2: To what? To like, what do you think people are looking for instead?
0: All right. Well, I'll, I I'm not sure, but I'll go through. I broke this question the fuck apart. Mm-hmm. I really like dove into this. Mm-hmm. All right.
2: So yeah, I do not personally. I think you're a wonderful husband. I think you're a w- wonderful father. I think you're a wonderful businessman. All of this stuff. Yeah. I, I don't think that would have been your preferred course no, of life. I,
0: I would have loved for us to have met on an island somewhere and raise kids and build houses and like fish, like uh, Mm -hmm. that's yeah like like,
2: blue lagoon style sure Mm -hmm.
0: like that sounds perfect Mm -hmm. like no money no you know stress of of course there's always stress i didn't mean to say you know there's no stress but you know what i'm saying like a different societal point of view of how to live so let's start with the perfect me that was the first part of her question
2: like, well, uh, this is a perfect- totally like... Oh, no, no, I- no, 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 I okay. broke this apart. Okay, but that's not fair because those aren't Glennon Doyle's words. This is sort of my take on what Correct. Glennon Doyle says. This is not
0: okay. on Glennon Doyle. This is kind of I broke apart each aspect of that Got it. question. Mm-hmm. So the first one was the perfect mate. And by the way, I'm using men and women in this example because gay marriage was not legalized until 2015. fifteen. So it can't be part of a statistic. You're talking about
2: society's perfect mate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Men and women. That's how I have
0: to, you know. Like starting in um, the 19, let's say, 50s, where men were 20, women were 22 on average when they got married. No?
2: Women were 20, men were 22.
0: Correct. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Thank you. Um, Oh, I think I have this backwards. I did it the other way. The whole way through. It's always the woman was younger, right? Yeah. Okay. So in the 1980s, 25 and 22, right? So 25, I guess, was the man. 22 was the woman. Mm-hmm. 1990s, 26 and 24, seven, twenty five. Two thousand ten, 25, 2010, 28, 26, 2021, 31, 29. And it keeps getting older and older. So people are not getting married until they're older, mm-hmm. right? And I think there's a lot of reasons for that. But it's changing, and I think it's getting progressively faster and more rapid. People are not getting married, and if they are, right until they're older. in In the nineteen fifties, there was a sixty seven percent marriage rate, compared to today of about forty nine percent, and it's declining like so fast. Mm-hmm. You know, so sixty seven percent of people who were able to get married were married. That sounds low to 50s. me in
2: the fifties. 67%? That sounds low.
0: Well, it does because I think I mean in the nineteen fifties, what is that? Like fifteen to forty? No, <laughs> you know? stop that. In the fifties, who knows? Like, right? Wasn't it younger? Like, I mean only Jerry Lee Lewis. You? I'm just saying. I think it was legal. Okay. I don't know. Don't no misinformation out there. I'm uh, just saying. Yeah. You know, there's so many, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> but but people are not getting married as quick as they were. In the past, and I think it's getting more and more that people are not getting married or they're getting married later Mm -hmm. for a lot of reasons, Mm -hmm. right? Which comes to a job, right? So people, mostly men, obviously back in, again, let's go to the 50s, you, you you got a job and you were there for your entire career. You were there for 30, 40 years. Right. You know? and today the average job held between now obviously it's men and women is 4.1 years that's how on average how long a job is held right you know you're not you're not working for IBM for 30 years and then you're laid off one day for no reason people are realizing there's more out there there's more opportunities and there's maybe the corporations too just don't have Reasons for you to stay there for a long, I don't know I also think reason.
2: people aren't just having one job anymore, right people have side hustles and well there's you know also, whether they want to or not, unfortunately, there's a lot of that, but there's happening. so many more
0: opportunities now, right and I think the yeah. pandemic really helped us. I think it's a good thing, mm-hmm. right like you can real- you you it made us realize we can provide content, we can work from home, yeah. we can do all these other things, things that we enjoy like would you want to work at, you know, IBM from 1950 to 1985? Like, how fucking boring and monotonous is that day to day, nine to five grind? Like, you can do something you actually love. Mm-hmm. So start with this thing. Four years later, you're like, okay, I got some knowledge, I got th- um, some experience. Let me pursue this now. You know, mm-hmm. so I think there's so many better opportunities. But that that job that you just that you just bank on, you live on, you're going to have for the rest of your life and have benefits. Like those days I think are going away, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then kids, right? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody want three kids? I know,
2: right? <laughs> I'm kind of there right now this weekend, man.
0: So as of 2020, the U.S. birth rate was about 55, oh, not about, 55.8 births per thousand women between the ages of 15 and 44 a decline Uh,
2: you're using too many fucking numbers i can't okay
0: so in 2020 the the average birth rate was 55 births per 1000 women okay so for every thousand women there were 55 births in 2020 you know follow me
2: i just don't understand what that means because maybe they had births last year I don't know. I'm just reading you the stat
0: here. Oh, but anyway, it's a decline of almost 20 percent from the rate in 2007 of 69 percent. Right, so people are having less babies.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's the point. There's
2: yeah, because they need to fucking pay rent uh,
0: well, the, for so many reasons. They're pursuing careers. Things are too expensive today. Right, right. Some
2: people are. Some
0: women are just like,
2: I can make something. Or of myself. they saw me at the mall with my three kids and were like, <laughs> right. fuck that shit.
0: <laughs> I, I bet women have opportunities today that they didn't in the past. That, like, well, I can be somebody and have a fucking career on my own. Mm-hmm. I don't need to just be a, st- not just be, sorry, you know, I'm not downplaying stay at home moms and having kids and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's opportunities not just to be a mom, right? I'm not just saying, not just to, be, you know what I'm saying? No, oh, sure. Yeah.
2: If you don't want to be a mom, you don't have to be I, a mom. You have right. an option now where mm-hmm. you didn't before. Sure.
0: Right? And yeah, with all the rising costs of everything mm-hmm. and all the, for all the reasons. And then lastly was the housing, which today is a perfect example of this because we are in a crazy housing situation today, right? Um, so housing is tough, right? But millennials, I think, have it the worst. It's the worst situation right now if you're a millennial trying to buy your first house, move into a home or even rent or whatever the situation is. The millennials are the biggest generation that we've ever had, right? So there's more millennials than any other gen. Nope. There's more millennials than Gen X, than Gen Z, than boomers, than it- whatever.
2: Why is that?
0: Uh, I guess the population was growing, right? So millennials are the kids of what? Boomers? No, they're grandparents, right? But what are- Millennials are the kids of who? Uh, I guess it doesn't matter. Okay, but there's more millennials than anybody else. Okay, so they're all they're all at the age now between the ages of what, twenty six and forty mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. ish. That sounds like a lot, a long time frame. But okay, well, millennial
0: is a big gap. It's okay. a big... So they're all looking for homes, and there's more people than there ever was looking for homes. So the the prices are just fucking out of control and if we're all seeing it across the country now in the United States I don't know about it anywhere else in the in the world but it's it's too expensive like things are getting out of control like they can't afford homes and at the same time they're looking for a starter home and boomers are looking to downsize so they're fighting boomers have money right mm. saved up millennials don't and they're fighting for the same homes and they just can't get into housing cuz it's too expensive mm-hmm. or they're fighting to get that starter home and they can't get it so so the whole like buying a house thing and renting it's too expensive like there's just no, like it's changing
2: so you're saying that that's changing the idea of what of what our our concept of happiness is because our ha- our concept of happiness is this whole you're married by 25 or 30 and you have the 2.5 kids and you have this job that you go through from nine to five. And, you know, right. so so that all mm-hmm. of that is changing as far as like, fuck that shit, that is not going to make me happy. I'm going to do it the way right. that... They're not
0: getting married in their 20s. They're not having two and a half mm-hmm. kids. They can't get housing. They're, they're not staying in a job, like mm-hmm. for longevity of, you know, security, you know, mm-hmm. quote.
2: It's all changing. Well, I think they have more of a confidence now to do what's good for them, right? Like I think they have all these platforms where they're sharing mm-hmm. what is actually good for them and it'll be interesting to see if they're happier than our generation and the generations before.
0: Yeah, I think they have more opportunity, which is incredible, which, you know, there's, there's like you said, platforms to do the things that they want to do. mm mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And even though I am much older than, you know, the generation that's growing up now and buying houses and getting married and everything. I f- definitely feel some of that. I feel very much like I thought that if I followed a course of action, happiness would follow. I, I thought that you know, um mm-hmm. you know, if, if I picked a career, if I went to the good school, if I married the right guy, if I um you know, did all the things. And and I really, when I was in college, I loved every second of college. I loved my classes. I loved um, being in New York City. I loved all the things that I got to do. I loved that my sister lived around the corner. But it, at the same time, this is where I talk about like the multifaceted emotional aspect of it, because the whole time I wasn't really able to enjoy it because I knew that there was this thing sort of hovering over me of, well, you got to fucking figure out what you're going to do. Your dad's spending a shitload of money for you to be here, right? All, uh, everyone around me seems to be, you know, when you go to NYU, it's like people are in the Tisch School for the art of the Arts and they're going to, they know they're going into film or you have the Stern School of Business where everyone knows they're going to be in finance or a lawyer or whatever, like... And I was in this program called the Gallatin Program, which is basically like pick your own major, and you know what do you want to do, and you know let's go to the opera today, and then let's go to the Metropolitan, and it was fabulous. But at the same time, you can't really enjoy it if you don't know what direction you're headed in.
0: I thought you were in the French Connection major. I was. <laughs> I,
2: I told my dad uh, I was in the fr- I, I, that the French Connection was the bookstore for right. NYU, so that I could buy my clothes in <laughs> French Connection. <laughs> right. But, you know, there, like I said, there's always this multi, like, I was so happy in so many ways, but I didn't have a lot of friends at NYU. I, you know, I, I socially it was very hard for me. I have, who's my still, be- my best friend, Sarah now. I had my sister around the corner and, and now I realize that's really all I needed, right? But I saw my friends parting at fraternities and whatever, and I had a lot of, you know, uh, envy about what they were doing and that I wasn't getting that experience, but yet I was having a fabulous time. So, again, my point is it's all multi-layered, right? Like what should have been the happiest time of my life was really jaded by the fact of, holy fuck, I do not want to have a career. I have no interest in anything. I had so many internships. I interned at MTV and VH1. I interned at Avon where I had like the coolest boss ever and we had so much fun. Like I had. And
0: Alloy. I remember that one. That right? wasn't
2: an internship. That was my first job. Oh, after that was your college. first job. Okay. Yes. Um, you know, alloy.com. Who have any of you who. That's,
0: doesn't exist. No, does, does, does of course not. But no. people
2: might know it. A-L-L-O-Y. And, and, and my, you know, the whole thing was jaded by. I can't just be in the moment and enjoy it because I need to make something out of all of this. I need to prove to my dad that it was worth all the money that he spent. I need to, you know, prove to my peers that it's okay that I, you know, did this crazy program and I'm going to be successful anyway. Like, I don't want to go back and move home because that's taboo, even though you did. Like, I just... <laughs> hey, everybody's doing it now. It's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all the rage. It's uh, all good. Listen, I... And I, I just didn't want to be home. But, you know, I, I think that it's hard to just have that happiness in the moment because we have all of these other things hanging over us, like these expectations of what we're supposed to do. And now looking back, I'm like, I wish I would have just fucking enjoyed it. Mm. But but I couldn't just be happy because I was so worried about what was get, what was going to happen next.
0: But are you happy that now you're finally using what you learned? Cuz you didn't you didn't take what you learned in college and you you weren't striving for a career like you just said in whatever you were learning in well, college. Well, I became a
2: teacher. I but th-
0: it wasn't a passion of yours. Sure. It wasn't what well, you were striving for. It, right. That's true. So finally, 25 years later, we're doing this and a lot of what you did, mm-hmm. this stems from. Yeah. Right. You're right. You're so, right. so finally, 25 years later, it's like you're, you, you should be in, impressed with yourself. I think, I know your parents are impressed with you for what you're doing with this yeah. and it all comes from that. So yeah. Right. Finally, it's worth it.
2: Yeah. That's definitely. okay. Absolutely. It doesn't matter
0: if it's two years later or Twenty five years later, right? I mean, I guess it does maybe a little bit, but but something there was is coming a time in it. there
2: that was very, very hard. Of course, because I had a lot to show for it on the inside. <laughs> I did not have a lot to show for it as far as like, you know, I, I I graduated with honors because I loved it so much and everything. But I think so many of us can relate to the fact that like, we can't just be in the moment. We can't just enjoy it because mm-hmm. there's supposed to be something productive that comes out of it. And there was a lot productive that came out of it, but like you said, it took twenty five years to get there, mm-hmm. right? Like I was recently talking about the fact that I had a blog before this to somebody. Someone was like, "How would you get into the podcast?" And I'm like, "Oh, I had a blog, you know." And we remember, were,
0: blogs are the blogs. Yeah, still? Yeah, they're still a thing.
2: Are they? But but you know, I had a blog for two and a half years. I didn't make a dime off of it, and 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 it was stressful because I did it with a friend, and I was worried it was going to ruin our friendship, which it didn't. But You know, a lot of people who fail at things, it's sort of like you're in the moment and you're not happy because it's failing, but you don't realize that eventually, like you said, it might, it's going to, it will pay off.
0: Your blog didn't fail. You just turned it into this. Correct.
2: But at the time it felt like failing. You know what I mean? At the time we ended it. Yeah. And it felt like, But it only
0: ended, right? Because we started Marriage and Martini's, right? That's the reason it.
2: Well, I knew I wanted to start Marriage and Martini's. Right. But it's a long story. Okay, it's another right. episode. All right. So but means- basically what you're saying is right. Like it might not be a, a, an immediate thing that mm-hmm. happens. It might be something that happens years later because you did this amazing thing that you loved so much. But we're looking for the immediate payoff. Right. I think my dad, yeah. I'm sure when I graduated, had I been like, Dad. I'm going to wait and just start a podcast when I'm 40 and then you'll see. And he's going to be like, bitch, I want my 250 fucking thousand dollars back. So I had to do something right. Like I couldn't just be like, I don't know what I want to do. I'm going to wait it out. It's hard.
0: Yeah. So that leads us to money and happiness.
1: Mm Hi. Hi.
2: So, it turns out, basically, you know, I kind of always thought, like, especially, I guess, with my OCD, because I always was trying to, like, be the quote-unquote good girl, although there were plenty of things I did that did not fit that. It turns out we're terrible as humans at assessing what will actually make us happy. The things that we actually think will make us happy are bullshit. Like, okay. we have, we do not have a good grasp on what will make us happy. Okay. So that kind of goes into money, which is what everybody fucking thinks they need more of to be happy. Mm -hmm. Me included. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So does money make you happy? Right? So in my response to that is uh, yes, fuck. Yeah. Money does make you happy to a certain point, right? If you have enough money to cover your expenses, Personally, if you're not making hundreds of millions or billions hundreds of dollars. hundreds of millions? Are I'm, they
2: gonna say hundreds of thousands?
0: No, hundreds of thousands. Listen, it depends on where, where you live, what country, where in the country, all you know, money is relative for where you live, right? If you're making, you know, millions of dollars any I maybe anywhere, you're gonna be happy, I assume. No? You're not. You wouldn't be happy. making- Did you do
2: any research on this, or this is just Adam Silverstein talking?
0: All right. Here's Adam Silverstein talking. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Let's let's start. Let's refresh. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel make as much money as possible for you. Enjoy making it. Enjoy earning it. Right. Enjoy spending it. Enjoy giving it. Enjoy saving it. Enjoy all the things about money. When you hit a certain threshold, it becomes a responsibility. Okay. And then it becomes stressful when you make, before when I said hundreds of millions or billions, right? Now you're somebody out there who you have to do something with your money, right? You're Jeff Bezos, you're Elon Musk, you're Warren Buffett. Like, who are you giving to?
2: There's nothing relatable about this, though.
0: But okay, that's my point. My point is if I had enough money that covers all of our expenses for the rest of our lives plus whatever percent, Yeah, I think that would make me happy. Don't you? What's the downside? I don't get it. Like, you're not being like, oh, you make so much. What are you doing with it?
2: You know what I'm saying? You're not at that level. You're at the level that's. Okay, so you name a number. What would be the number for you? I want everybody also out there to think of. What is the number for you that would make you happy to make a year?
0: To make a year, yeah. Uh, I was thinking, how much do I want, like in my pocket, that would I would be happy for the rest no, of my life? How
2: much do you need to make a year to be well, happy? Well, see,
0: that's the part—that's the problem because where we live is different from where other people live, I'm so it's a just different asking, number.
2: What's the number that you think? It's all bullshit. None of it matters. You yeah. can say whatever, whatever the fuck say. you want.
0: It's going to sound so
2: ridiculous. Yeah. Well, okay, let well, it sound ridiculous. You're not making it now. Nobody's going to be mad at you. All
0: right. So, how much do we need to just be happy and forget about things for whatever? How much
2: do you think you need in the scheme of life to be like fully happy? Listen, this is an, a hypothetical question. To make you it could a year? Say $4 trillion,
0: $500,000 a year.
2: Okay. You think you need to, you think if we made $500,000 a year, you would be totally happy?
0: I would be no. I would okay. be stress-free about money and happy.
2: Does that equal happiness?
0: um, The way I feel about money now, I can only anticipate that I would be happy because I wouldn't be thinking about money like I do every day.
2: Okay. Well, the research shows Mm -hmm. that once you make $75,000 in the United States, I don't know about Mm -hmm. anywhere else, in the United States, it doesn't matter how much more you make, it does not affect your happiness.
0: I disagree 100%. 100%. Okay.
2: But that is the research that shows that $75,000, once you make more than that, it's not affecting your happiness. It's not affecting how you feel internally as far as All happiness right. goes. I,
0: d- I disagree. Okay. Because if you make $75,000 somewhere where a house is $200,000 versus where we are in New Jersey where a house costs $600,000, well, you're not paying plus, cash plus, for the house. But it doesn't matter. Like, Okay. Expenses, relative. Like but this a, has been a house, many
2: study thing. I use
0: the house as, as an example. Right. Right. Okay.
2: Standard of living is completely different. But no this isn't where you one live. study. This is multiple, multiple, multiple people doing studies about okay. money. So if we, because that is 70, right, that is always what we associate money with happiness.
0: If we made seventy five thousand dollars a year, well, I would. If fe- you
2: made seventy five thousand and I made seventy five thousand, then
0: we would feel the same versus what we're making today. Mhm. Do you feel that way? I don't.
2: But we're still stressed. We're still stressed. Right. We're still feeling shitty. We're still feeling like we can't do it. Like, so there you go. I mean, we're still we're still fighting about money. You're still annoyed about how much I spend. You're like, we're still having all those same issues. That's
0: why we have to make five hundred thousand dollars. But here. what I'm saying and is, do you, you see what
2: I'm saying? Like, of course I do. So somebody who's let's say making seventy five thousand dollars and wants to make what we make, and they think, oh well, my problems will be solved. Okay, but we're making that. And our problems are still our problems.
0: Right. Different situation, different settings, different okay, areas. But, but different... what I'm
2: saying is I think it makes sense because it's not going to bring you more happiness because the, you're still going to have the issues. They're still there. So, so using, You're spending more. You're, using, you're expected to right. give more. You're expected to have nicer cars. Well, that's what I
0: was saying. There's a, there's a certain threshold mm-hmm. where if you make above that, now you're expected. Right. How much did you give? How much did you get? You know, whatever. You, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But under a certain amount. So, so what you're saying is if, if using my number, if we were making $500,000 a year, we'd be having the same issues that we're having today.
2: Uh, I think we would still definitely be having money issues. Yes.
0: Why? Yes. What are you going to buy? Oh,
2: the <laughs> sky's the <laughs> limit, baby. The sky's the fucking limit. Yeah. Let me tell you. Cancel. No, that I, habits. no, I, I think, <laughs> I think that, I think money issues are money issues. I think always it's going to be, you know, why did you spend on that? Or, you know, we needed to spend on this. Or uh, people coming out of the woodwork, again, to ask you for money. And who do we give to? Who do we not? And why are we giving to them and not to them? Like, I feel like money is such a complex issue that, you know, I look, we have rich friends. I have rich people in my life. I don't think it's solving their problems. I, I think they look great. I think that they're, you know, they're driving beautiful cars and their houses look beautiful and everything. I don't know. I don't think they're happier than we are, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, I really think that. I and I love them. I'm. I. I want them to have as much as they possibly can. I. I'm wishing for happiness for them. But we have very honest relationships with them. I don't think they're happier than us. I think that they. Can do more things, but I don't know that that leads to happiness, right? And like, I, you know, I, I, I dream of a vacation, but I also know that when I was on vacation, if I was on vacation right now, I'd be like, oh, I want to be home with the kittens that are outside, and I miss the dogs, and <laughs> you know, fucking
0: kittens are the bane of my. And I could have right spent
2: now. the money on this, or like, I, it's all complex. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so as much as I'm always like I want to go away and I want to go to the Caribbean and I want to go to Hawaii and there's all these places I want to see, when we were there, I would be like, "Fuck, I could have bought a couch that I need cuz mm-hmm. our dogs ripped apart the couch and I could have You know, like it's it's not cut and dry."
0: So, why don't you say those things to me when you're like, "When are we going away? Where are we going?"
2: Cuz I doing- do want to go away. <laughs> and
0: I'm like, "We need a couch. We need
2: a Right, whatever. All right, so let's get a couch. <laughs> yeah. By uh, the way, so I want to do it all.
0: Speaking of kittens, is your hand all fucked up because of the kittens? Yeah,
2: that's Domino, the mom, the feral mom. Yeah. She if died, any yeah. of you are following us on Instagram, we have two kittens who are were born from a feral mom in our backyard. Who we are getting spayed. I get that question fifty times a day. We are going to get her trapped and spayed. She will not let us touch her. Mia's in love with her, even though they've never wait, liked. Domino's it. getting spayed. We're going to get her speed. You want her to have more kittens in our backyard? Not in our backyard, but she's free to go out
0: and... She's Dude, not going to do
2: that. She's not going to do that. She loves us. Not me. She loves us even though she wants to kill us. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's an abusive I'm relationship. I'm looking at your hand
0: this whole time. Like...
2: Yeah, well, I tried to give her her child back. <laughs> and she was like, fuck that shit. You take her. <laughs> no, no. If you get too close, she's she, she, Yeah, I know.
0: She gives me the fucking evil eye.
2: Okay.
0: I, so do I. Scare I it.
2: understand it. She doesn't want to get pregnant again. <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> we watched Jackass last night, so my mind is in yeah. all kinds of gross places. Oh, my
0: God. So I don't know what it's called, but the newest Jackass. Our, our children were embarrassed. <laughs> they listening were so mad at us. To us laugh. Mm-hmm. You were, with your smoker's cough, mm-hmm. not real smoker's cough, but with your, like, you, were, cough. you were snorting and laughing and yeah. coughing, and I was... Uh, it was. If you haven't seen it and you like jackets and you know, like stupid comedy like that, yeah. fucking it's watch it. It's a
2: lot of penis. There's yeah, it a is a lot of penis. A lot of penis. penis. But, Big penises. Well,
0: of course, it's on camera. Who who goes on camera with a small penis? Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But isn't that good, right? Because all you see are boobs on TV. Isn't oh, I'm not. I'm just saying, yeah.
2: like. I don't think penises are pretty.
0: No, they're di- fucking disgusting. Yeah,
2: but like the way they use them in here are is perfect. Yeah, fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. But you have to watch it understanding that you're going to be seeing a lot of penis. <laughs> but, and some of it's really dumb. Some of it's, it, they didn't have to put this in, but some of it's super funny. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, happiness, that's,
0: right. it is. All right, where are we?
2: Money and okay. happiness. So, yeah, so, so the whole yeah. thing like, is that. Yes, money can buy you
0: happiness. What's No. <sighs>
2: It, the, the proof is that it can't, that it doesn't buy you happiness, right? And, and I have to say, here's, okay, here's my little slice of, first of all, you won $1.2 million in Vegas, right? Uh,
0: on, on paper, yes.
2: Fine. $400,000, $500,000, whatever it ended up being, mm-hmm. okay? People win the lottery. There's a whole study on people who win the lottery and their lives go to shit. Oh, they're broke. $330 million this guy won. Three hundred. Okay. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, he won three hundred thirty dollars three three hundred thirty million dollars. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a number that you think my problems are solved. I'm done. Okay. I, I'm trying to think what podcast I listened to this on because I want people to I I want to be able to reference it and I don't remember which it was. The Happiness Lab, I think. Um, and he won like three hundred thirty million dollars. His wife divorced him. His children stopped talking to him. He lost his family. He lost his home. Like, what ev- did he buy? It's not about buying. They said that he changed. They said he okay. really changed. His entire being changed.
0: See, I don't know. Like, at least listen. I sell lottery tickets in my store, mm-hmm. so I I play whenever it gets high enough that it's worth playing for fun. You know, I don't put a ton of money into it, but I always, you know, I had that dream in my head. Like, what would I do if I won? I wouldn't buy the boat. I wouldn't buy a plane. I wouldn't buy,
2: like I wouldn't buy those extravagant. And yet we should have. That would have done better than what we did. That's not true. Had we bought a boat or a plane? At least we could do something with it. No,
0: but they're not worth anything. Like, it's not I know, an but you investment. can still use them. No, if
2: I went $300
0: million, I'd have enough set aside. I would never have to think about it again. Give enough to everybody that I love and care about. And we'd all be taken care of. That's all I care about. Like, that. I would... Would you if you won $300 million, would you buy a $100 million house and a $20 million boat in a Do you
2: want that responsibility million? of having to figure out how much you're giving everybody oh, and I would love it.
0: No, it you sounds wouldn't. so exciting no, to me. You wouldn't. Yeah. And and honestly, I would gi- I would give to the people that I care about and who care about me. And obviously the people that I call in on me that I haven't spoken to in 10 years. It's not like I'm not worried about that stuff.
2: You know what I mean? Okay, fine. We had a practice round. Right, the one point two million dollars yeah. that was practice. Sure was. If we won three hundred and thirty million dollars today, I agree with you. We would be pr- pros. Yeah,
0: we, we know? know what to do.
2: Yes, but um, I think it's like zero percent of people that happens to twice in their lifetime. So we're fucked. Okay. So we had our one chance and we ruined it. And but now that wasn't no... that was
0: not a chance to like be done and end all. Like it wasn't. When you called me to... that
2: night, I was literally like planning on paying all our nieces and nephews college i was planning right. on but but
0: you can't not not with i that understand kind of money. that yeah, but, but what i'm saying like is it. that's what i thought was going right. to happen uh
2: yes 330 million dollars i think you and i would be very good today as a team of doing that right but okay but i think that we have now the experience of we sort of dealt with a, a obviously minute fraction of that so that gave us the practice okay but oh, we the, the, okay yeah. but the, the here is the bring it down bring it down <laughs> Makai kalem <laughs> the 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 thing is that usually it winds up ruining your life there the the fact that people think winning the lottery is equated with being happy is just fucking false it's wrong
0: yeah, most people lose it all. Yeah, it's, it's too complicated. You ever,
2: did, did you ever watch
0: that show, The Lottery Dream Home or something?
2: Yeah, it's stupid.
0: It's so fucking stupid. Yeah, I wanted to see crazy $100 million homes. But
2: you're the first one to know you can't do that. No, but they're
0: like, oh, I won $100,000 in the Pick 5 lottery or mm, something, and mm-hmm. here's my mm-hmm. $200,000 yeah. house.
2: Oh, yeah, I right need to say yeah, that.
0: right uh, thanks,
2: right, yeah, wonderful um, okay, so so the so the 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 research shows that if you make seventy five thousand mm-hmm. dollars, it's not going to affect your happiness, making more than that. That is what studies and studies and studies show, so right. this whole idea that we think money is going to make us happier, however, can it bring you, in my opinion, this is not a study. can it bring you? You know, immediate happiness. Look, I love shopping. I'm fucking happy when I'm shopping. Mm-hmm. When I'm shopping, I don't have to pee. And I usually pee like four times an hour. Danielle- I don't need to eat. And I usually eat four times an hour. I don't need to do anything. If you put me in the Short Hills Mall in North New Jersey, I, I am a pig in shit. Danielle be Shopping. Danielle be Shopping. Yeah. But... It is immediate happiness. I come home and then I'm like, fuck, Adam's going to be see the credit card bill and uh, we can't really afford this. And I could have, you know, paid for a week of Mia's driving to school and all of this stuff like it has its consequences. Mm-hmm. So it is immediate happiness, but it is not an overall state of happiness because then I'm dealing with the ramifications of it.
0: You're trying to get those dopamine hits. Yeah, yeah. they feel good. Yeah. man. I know. Yeah, love me some dopamine. But then you have the hangover
2: and it sucks. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, okay. The m- one important thing about happiness that I have to talk about is that, you know, there, you have a, a happiness set point. And I think that everybody has genetically, you have sort of what you're born with, right? Like I obviously, my happiness is store-bought. <laughs> it's true. I know you bought me. No, my happiness is store-bought. Like I take meds to get, you know, cause I'm like missing the serotonin. It, I was born without the serotonin. Mm-hmm. I was born with a whole lot of this and like, you know, a whole Sorry? lot of, a whole lot of like charisma and curves.
0: Is that what you're saying? Oh
2: yeah. I'm that too, <laughs> but in the serotonin, not so much. So my serotonin is store bought. My happiness is store bought. Um, but, that is genetically, you know, has something to do with your happiness. And Those are not store-bought. No, mine are not store-bought. No. That's right. My, so happy, my happiness <laughs> might be, but my these are not store-bought. That's my happiness. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, it, it's like, it's partly your genes, but if something good happens, there's something that's called the hedonic adaptation, okay? And it's also called the hedonic treadmill. So if you've read... This is. I have trouble with her name. My sister loves her, Sonia Lea I'm 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 wrecking her name, but basically, you know, she talks about the hedonic treadmill is is basically like something really really good happens to you, right? Like you won the lottery. Well, you won the, Not the jackpot. Lottery. Same fucking thing. You won the jackpot. Do you remember exactly how you felt? When the bells were going off. Yes.
0: Because there were no bells.
2: There were no bells? Nope. The machine oh, that's some shut bullshit. the fuck off. Really?
0: Yeah. Just shut <gasps> off.
2: Yep. Damn, no bells. No
0: confetti.
2: No. No shit. No strippers. Machi- I thought the
0: machine was going to like jerk me off at the mm-hmm. same time. Like nothing happened. It was just a.
2: Well, you didn't put your penis into the slot.
0: No, it did. That's how it won. Oh, no, nothing <laughs> happened. It just, the machine shut off and I didn't know what happened. People-
2: okay, so okay, so once you knew you won $1.2 million, mm-hmm. in that moment, did you feel elated? Like, was there a feeling of elation that came I over you? I
0: fucking went bananas. I was so happy. I, like, I was screaming. Like, I was beside myself. Were you?
2: Yeah. I wish I was there for that. I was home eight months pregnant. I, was- I might have had a baby at <laughs> any point.
0: I was with my brother-in-law. And mm-hmm. he was he, he walked up behind me and I jumped into his arms.
2: And I'm sure there was part of you when you won that that was like, oh shit, do I have to share this now? Like, what do I do? Well, no, I didn't think I had to
0: share it. Okay, anything, but what but I'm I, saying I is knew there's, I wanted there's to stress care. attached
2: to it. I'm, okay,
0: not in the moment. Okay,
2: no. not in the moment. No. In the moment, you're just like, I won $1.2 million. Yeah. My My problems are over. Yeah,
0: until I found out exactly what I was getting. But yes. Right.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I do think that, you know, so, so, and then a few days went by probably and you were like back to normal. You were sort of like, yeah, I got to still pay the bills and it's not oh, yeah. as much I went as to I work thought. I the
0: next day and, you know.
2: Right. But also the fact that you weren't like, okay, I'm happier than I've ever been. This is going to change my life forever. You were mm-hmm. sort of like, now I got to deal with all the other shit.
0: No, I was kind of happy. You were? Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. So I remember when you called me. And you told me. And I was like, oh, my God, our lives are changing forever.
0: Mm-hmm. I remember you saying that on the phone. Actually. Yeah, and I was no.
2: basically, like, li- literally ready to, like, tell all our siblings that their kids' college was paid for. <laughs> I was going to pay for all their wardrobes, everything. All I was thinking about was what can I give all the people we love? Right. Which is
0: completely – even if we got 1.2, that's not happening. Okay, but that's <laughs> what I felt.
2: Right, of course. And then – I was sort of like, oh, we were moving into this new house, mm-hmm. this big house that we couldn't afford, and then I was like, oh, we can get like updated granite countertops, and right. I, I realized the the limitations that were on that money, and then I was sort of like, oh, okay, yeah, it's not going to fucking solve any of our problems, and now I've told them I'm going to give this, give them all this money. So we gave a lot of money. Mm-hmm. We took my parents on a cruise, and then it was like kind of gone, it's gone, mm-hmm. yeah. So, it's spelled,
0: like. We did for the time, this was 2008, we did for the time what was right. We we spent, we gave, we saved, mm-hmm. we we did all the right things. Okay. But it's it wasn't enough to make a difference in our lives mm-hmm. two years later.
2: Right. But the hedonic treadmill is evident in our daily lives. When human beings experience good things such as winning the lottery, buying a new house or car, or attain a long-awaited promotion, it induces... An increase in happiness, which will later reduce to a normal personal baseline over time. The same goes, though, this is the good part of it. The same goes for a person experiencing a loss or a devastating setback. Feelings of loss and despair will dissipate in severity over time until a person returns to their baseline. So we all have a baseline of happiness. Some of us are naturally happier by nature. Some of us are less happy by nature. That would be me. So... You know, it all depends, but we're basically at that baseline most of the time. We get blips, right? Big blips of I'm really, really happy today, which is I equate to like when our son got bar mitzvahed last year. Mm -hmm. I was like on a high. The next day I came down from the high. I'm like, fuck, now I got to break fucking thank you notes. Mm -hmm. Like everything is relative, right? But you get back to that baseline. And I do think that my baseline is lower than yours. I do think that you are by nature a happier person Mm -hmm. than I am. And and I don't know if that's just because I'm a more emotional person. Yes, yeah. it completely is. Right. Yeah. Right.
0: I, I, yeah, I don't take emotion into equation quite as intensely as you do. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, I think maybe I look on the brighter side of things more than you do. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense?
2: Yes. I uh, Yes, I just think you're a less feeling person <laughs> than I am. You know what I mean? Like, I think you've experienced every emotion to a lesser degree than I do. And that's the thing. I think that happiness is given so much value, right? It's it's put on this pedestal as this is what we're all supposed to attain. Where like it's just another emotion. You know? It's just something else, and there's beauty in all of the emotions.
0: Mm, yeah, but it's an important emotion. That's right? fine.
2: But but I, I think in 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 lieu of happiness, I sort of like I don't know. I like fulfillment. I like contentment. I like those well, moments of Of
0: course you do. Right? It's a good feeling. Why wouldn't you?
2: But what I'm saying is that happiness feels like this overall state that we're all supposed to end up in, right? Like that we're all supposed to like be in this land of happiness like the Wizard of Oz where we're just like skipping around and it's fantastic and I I think that it's just another emotion like There's value in all the emotions. I mean, in sadness, you know, I feel a lot of sadness, but also sometimes there's beauty in that. You know, I learn a lot from being in that emotion and leaning into that emotion.
0: But there's good in sadness, right? Like it it makes you understand what made you sad. How do you make it better? Like, but what can you do next time to make you happy instead of sad? Like all those things.
2: And you know that from the art that comes out of sadness, right? Like... The best songs are out of sadness. The best art, you know, oh. paintings are out of sadness. I mean, Nirvana, the best movies right? are out of sadness. Like, what, what we don't get is that, like, happy is just another emotion. I just think we've all been so <laughs> trained to think that is the ultimate emotion when really they're all ultimate emotions. And we, we ping back and forth from them or we're layered, right? It's a multi-layer experience. I feel happiness at the same time sometimes that I'm feeling worry and grief and, you know, and, and hope and all of the things that I'm feeling, especially like as a parent and, you know, and and as a business owner, like I think that I feel all of those things at the same time. I love what I do. I'm so happy about it. Mm-hmm. But I also feel a responsibility and I feel um you know a a longing and I feel a worry. You know, all of like I I think that that emotions are a multi-level level level experience. Mm -hmm. But we talk about happiness as if as the ultimate.
0: Yeah. Like a good scale would be do you feel Nirvana or do you feel B (laughs) fifty (laughs) twos? Right?
2: I hate the B-52s. They, <laughs> they annoy were, the shit out of me. They were
0: just on one of the late night shows. Really? A, a couple, like, a, like last week. What? It was really bad, unfortunately.
2: <laughs> oh, I, I'm not surprised. Yeah, it was
0: really bad. All right, let's end off on a happy note, if that works. Okay. Did you even answer these? You asked me to answer the following questions in terms of happiness, like color and food and movie. Well, Did I you first
2: do this? wanted to ask you, like, what's the last time you've really been happy?
0: Oh, really? Oh, that's a...
2: Or like, what's a time you can remember being really happy? Well, let's go through these. That's, <laughs> that's, no, that's part of it. Okay. Yeah. Color. Did you do this? I did some of them. Some of them I couldn't.
0: Okay. I color? Just,
2: a whole problem in <laughs> <another> <laughs> Yeah, self. it is. Well, I said purple. Why? That's my marriage of martinis right. color. I agree. It makes me happy, marriage of martinis. Yeah. You all make me happy.
0: <laughs> I said green. When I look at the candles on my crypto charts, green means good. Oh, boy. And they're up. Oh, Lord. Okay. But I agree with purple. Okay. Yeah. Food? Food, obviously, for me. No. Oh. New York City Steakhouse. Oh, okay. I am happy as could be Mm -hmm. with a big, fat New York steak. Okay.
2: Yeah. I said sushi just because... But again, you know, we go into the city and I think about our favorite sushi place. Mm-hmm. I've cried there. I've laughed there. I've felt all the emotions there. I mean, there have been times when we've gone there and like, I've cried my eyes out <laughs> because we've been fighting. I
0: would love to go there right right now.
2: Yeah, but only if I'm not going to cry. No,
0: no reason to cry. Right? Mm,
2: Y'all give me one. <laughs> no. All right, movie.
0: Back to the Future. Oh, that's a happy movie. That makes me so happy. Right. Everything about it, I love the characters, I love the plot, I love the twists, I love everything about that movie. Makes me happy. Yeah, sure does.
2: Um, this is forty. Makes me happy Mm -hmm. because it's like us, our movie, and they're coming out. This is fifty. This is fifty
0: is coming. Mm -hmm. So I've heard.
2: Um, and the best little horse in Texas, obviously. When I when I watch that, although none of my kids want to watch it, I'm like, it makes me so happy. I've never seen it. But see, I can't show it to you because no. if you're like this is stupid, I'm going to want to murder you. Right. Yeah, I yeah. Get it. Song,
0: sweet child of mine.
2: That's a happy song.
0: It's a well to me. It's a happy song. Like it's it's my band,
2: mm-hmm. Guns and Roses. Guns N' Roses, mm-hmm. is my band.
0: Okay. It's got a groove. It's got like a melody. It's got all the shit going on. But the underlying underlying message of the song not very happy, right? Axel had a girlfriend. They got married and Yeah, Vegas. I know the the, like, the, the supermodel. Uh, this was yeah. Erin Elverly? Elverly, Oh, I One don't know. Is, yeah, no, you're thinking of November Rain, I think. Um, oh, Susan,
2: what's her name? No, oh, I forgot. Stephanie, Susan.
0: Uh, yeah, I know what you're. Mm-hmm. I know who you're thinking of.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No, this is not that. Okay. But somebody else. But like, they were. The marriage was an old in nine months, you know, mm-hmm. she called abuse, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like not a happy marriage, but the song to me is just a happy Okay. You know, uh-huh. Whatever. Yeah. What about you?
2: I just said when I'm when I'm with my friends and we blast like any nineties hip hop, like Doing It by L Cool J <laughs> right. or Positive K, you know, I Got a Man or any of those. Like to me, when we're all, you know, I have a group of friends. Who we all just like get together and are super stupid together and that's mm-hmm. to me very happy memory
0: okay ready this is what you were asking me before which is why i said let's move on mm. our first date at merchants
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's not, that was the best night of my life
0: i love that night that's that of was my the best of my night favorite of my life. memories ever yeah that makes me happy thinking about that night right yeah that's the best night ever
2: yep yeah, and then you ruined New York City for me for a little while, and then, <laughs> now we're back, I think.
0: That was a lot of years later, by the way. I know, but it shouldn't have been.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, smell.
0: cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's why. First of all, I love the smell of cinnamon well, obviously. rolls. obviously. Who doesn't? Right. But it reminds me of the airport. Mm-hmm. So it makes me happy mm-hmm. to think about the fact that we are traveling and mm-hmm. going onto a plane in a few minutes, mm-hmm. and... Mm-hmm. So, so it, th- that smell resonates with me number number one because it's just fucking incredible smell. Yep, but yep. I'm going on a trip. Yep. Yeah.
2: I get that. It's been a long time since mm-hmm. we smelled that. Um, I have a memory. No smell. I, oh, smell. We're a smell. Um, I mean, coffee makes oh, wait, me happy. You didn't do a memory. I mean, same kind of thing. Merchants like our first right. night or our first. You know, when you came back to my apartment, those kind of things. I mean, coffee always makes me happy. It's the mm-hmm. only thing about the morning that I like. I, and our dogs paws if I like yeah, smell our Yeah, they smell dogs. like Cheetos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know people say that. Yeah. But to me, it's just happiness. Place.
0: Uh, Disney World. Really? Yes. And for Don't one, tell the kids that. All right. For one, yes, I think Disney World is magical. <laughs> I know how corny and laughable that is. No. But it really is. But it reminds me of two of our three kids, and I have so many memories of the and two the of them. And the third, because he hasn't fucking been. <laughs> right. But I have such great, happy memories of two of our kids at Disney World. I wish we had it for our third, but shit happens, and it didn't happen. But for a place, I think Disney World just makes me happy. Mm-hmm. I love it. So I love go. it. I love the, the craziness. Let's I go love back. The, We're going to
2: fight about money anyway. We I might as well go heat. to Disney we and should. then. Yes. Let's do it. You want to play it tonight? Yeah. No, you... Yeah. You don't, really? We're going to... Don't say gonna, that to me if you're not going to do it.
0: We're going to close the computer and then we're going to go and plant it.
2: Okay. Let's first do... Let's do Cruise the penis things World? from Jackass with your penis. <laughs> yeah. And I'll, then we'll do it. I'll
0: make my penis into a Godzilla. Oh, man. That was so funny.
2: <laughs> um, pl- hiking with my dogs is the place. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it is so true when they say money doesn't buy happiness. I mean... When I see them happy and when we're we're hiking in the back of the woods and they're off the leash because nobody's ever around and I am literally like, that is the moment when I'm like, life is good. I just, I love watching them just run and be happy and nothing, literally there's no feeling that matches that. I don't even ever have like my AirPods in, or I'm not on my phone, or I'm I'm just soaking in the feeling of like they don't need any of that. They're just so happy, mm-hmm. and I love I don't,
0: it. You send me video or pictures, yeah, and it like yeah, that's the
2: only time I take mm-hmm. my phone out. Sometimes I take my phone out because I'm like, I need to share this with people. Right, but it
0: doesn't, it doesn't portray into no, like what it's supposed can't, to. Be. Like, no way, I don't. I'm like, oh look. The dogs are trying to go into the lake. Like, whatever. Like, no. who knows? Yeah. But you, I guess unless you're there. It's not the
2: there, same. Well, but course. you can still see that they're happy. No, of but course. Yeah. Um, an experience.
0: Our Costa Rica trip. Thank you, Mimi, by the way. hmm Love you, Mimi. She, we did things I never mm-hmm. would have done, but I have always wanted to do. You know, the the ziplining, the cascading, the, all the things that we did. You mean
2: napping is not your choice of, <laughs> of activity? I, when I plan our trips, I'm just like, okay, we're going to nap at 11 a.m., right. at 2 p.m., at 5 p.m., we'll have dinner at 7 p.m., and then we're going to come back and sleep, and then we'll go back out, and we're going to nap <laughs> again at 6 a.m. Mimi
0: would not let that happen. Right. And she got us to do things that I never would have done, but I wanted to do so badly, mm-hmm. and I am so... So happy that I did those things. Yeah. Yeah. We need
2: to do more. Mm-hmm. My experience is shopping makes me happy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's true. I know. I know. It really, really does. it. I'm so happy when I'm shopping. Like, whether I'm shopping for myself or other people or even like the dogs. I went to like the a new cats. pet store. You're the cats. buying so much cats. shit. Shit. I know. Well, they are. They need to be happy, and and walking around NYC, like New York yeah. City, is my favorite. You know, if you and I are walking around New York City and we're happy and we're not fighting or whatever, I'm like, this is the best. Yeah,
0: walking Soho with you, I love the best. Yeah, the best.
2: Yeah, and shopping. <laughs> well,
0: if you're in Soho, there's nothing else to do but shop. Right? You need to have
2: like really good bakery stuff, right? Um, I. We, I have so much more. Do but you? Okay. I'm done. Eventually, we can we can figure it out okay. and do another one. But yeah, but basically, um, I don't know. I just feel like it's multi layered, right? Like happiness is just one of these emotions on top of so many others, mm-hmm. and I'm proud of the fact that I'm. I am a multi-layered emotional person. I'm proud of the fact that like, I'm just not walking around like happy go lucky all the time where people look at me and they're like, Oh, she's just so happy. I want people to know that I'm complex and that they can talk to me and I'll be like, yeah, my life fucking sucks right now. And you, you can, can talk to me a little about little it. More happy. Yeah, yeah. I know. Bring it up a
0: little bit. I know.
2: Yeah, I know there. You have and, reasons too. And you're so good too, because sometimes like, you'll be like, it's going to be okay. Right. And I'd be like, fuck that. That's your job to tell me that it's going to be okay. That's not my job to tell you that it's going to be okay. And that's not nice. Yeah, dial up it. the happiness a little bit. I know. Because
0: you have reason to. Just so you know.
2: I know. Yeah. I know. You're right. I know. All right. Um, it's Teacher Appreciation Week. It might yeah. not be when you listen to this, but every week should be Teacher Appreciation Week. We, I did an, uh, an episode, which was phenomenal recently, with Nicholas Ferroni, Go listen to it. It was two weeks ago, maybe. Um, Please, please, in honor of Teacher Appreciation Week, send this to every teacher you know or anybody you know who appreciates teachers. It was phenomenal. And go out and please get your teacher in your life or teachers something that they can be happy about because they deserve it. Um, Date night questions for Mother's Day. Pump flowers for Mother's Day. Oh,
0: by the way, the pump flowers are fucking beautiful.
2: Fucking beautiful. Yeah. Mar- uh, marriage fifteen is the code. They are amazing, and I know the We're owners. We're not supposed to do an ad, by the way. We this are is suppo- not. No, we are supposed to do an ad today, but I would do it anyway. Okay,
0: I didn't know that. Yeah. But when they came, I made a joke to you, like, "Oh, look, my flowers that I ordered yeah. for you from they're <laughs> amazing." They
2: came. I'm not a flower person. <laughs> no, you're not. I am now. Yeah. Uh, palm flowers. I know the family, and and one thing that's amazing about them is that they grow the flowers and they sell it. It's usually they grow it, they send it to a middleman, and then they sell it. They do both, so the, the prices are really good. popflowers.com Marriage 15. Date night questions for your woman. Please, all you men, let's go. Oh, let's wait a minute. For
0: your men.
2: It's Mother's
0: Day. Okay, but, you're, you, but it's for the men, too. Like, Father's Day is coming up not too far behind. Okay, fine.
2: But Mother's Day, I'm saying if you bring that to dinner when you take your wife out for Mother's Day uh-huh. because you're like, I want to fucking wine you and dine you for yeah. Mother's Day. Oh, good point. And then 69 you. Yeah. Yeah. which I, I'm actually not good at um yes <laughs> so so and and you get the biggest discount of all Mm podcast at 20% off mm-hmm. Marriageandmartinis.com slash DnQ that was a lot I know all right makes me happy
0: <laughs> as long as it makes you happy mm-hmm. that's all I care about all right love all right. you guys thanks guys love you
2: bye bye